Welcome friends, Tom Griffin here again. In this episode, we're going to take a look at the claim by many that science and religion contradict each other. Or you could also substitute faith or scripture for religion, as they are also parts of the claim. Many scientists make this claim either as a way of trying to show the power and verifiability of science to refute the claims of scripture, or so that they can avoid the argument altogether by claiming they are two non-overlapping categories, or often called magisteria. And the term for that uh, has an acronym N-O-M-A, NOMA. This claim was notably put forward by American paleontologist, uh, that's someone who studies fossils, Stephen Jay Gould. He was quite famous. Essentially, he said that each of those categories cast nets on two different areas of inquiry that are separate from each other. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for everything you do for us and all our blessings. I pray that all those who need to hear this message will find the truth, believe in you, and maintain that belief for life. For those who do not, do not know you yet, Lord, I pray that you'll open their eyes and influence them to become seekers and find the Holy Spirit waiting for them. Please bless this lesson and let your word speak through me that everyone needs to hear. Amen. So let's examine the claim. For two things to contradict, they must teach the opposites. So do science and faith teach the opposites? This is a fundamental question about science and religion and important to address. Let's focus our claim, the claim, on Christian scripture for now in regard to the religion side of things. Do science and scripture contradict? No, they don't, and they cannot. Now, it may appear on the surface that they contradict in some areas, but upon sufficient scrutiny, they do not. Why? Well, science is the study of the natural world and the operation of the natural world. Scripture is the word of God. In essence, we can say that the natural world is represented through what Christians call general revelation. This is how God reveals himself through nature. General revelation, then, is God's truth expressed in the natural world, his creation. Scripture is God's truth expressed through his inspired word. Scripture is what we call special revelation and how God reveals himself through his inspired word or the Bible. So really the question is, can God's truth in general revelation contradict his truth in special revelation? Of course not. What then are we to make of this potential conflict? Well, since they cannot contradict, there must be merely an appearance of contradiction. For example, with such controversies as creation versus evolution, or are we descended from a common ancestor of apes, or the age of the earth? In other words, is it only thousands of years old, 
or billions of years old? Or was the flood worldwide or only a regional flood and many others? So the answer is that either science is wrong, and this has happened many times and will again, or scripture is misunderstood and misinterpreted. Let me be clear that scripture cannot be wrong because it's the word of the all-knowing, inerrant God. Or perhaps both of those could be wrong or parts of them. Let me be clear about one thing for Christians. There are definite instances where our understanding and interpretation of scripture has been wrong. Scripture was not wrong, but our understanding of it has been incorrect. Truth is something that must be discovered based on scrutiny of the facts and evidence. Now, sometimes we lack the correct facts and evidence and draw the wrong conclusion. Such an example occurred with the well-known controversy between famous scientist Galileo and the church back in the Middle Ages. Galileo was rudely, unfairly, and incorrectly treated and even sentenced to life in prison for supposed heresy because of his discovery and claim that the earth is not the center of the universe, but rather that it orbits the sun. The church at the time was certain that scripture indicated that the earth was the center of all things. The church was wrong due to a misunderstanding of scripture and an ignorance of the science. So it can happen, and in fact does happen. I personally see this evident in some parts of the uh, aforementioned arguments about creation, evolution, or the age of the earth. In order to address this issue properly, we have to re-examine the science and re-examine the scripture related to the particular topics. Now let's just do a rudimentary overview of the age of the earth as an example, although we'll cover this in depth in a future podcast. This is one of the most interesting but nastiest topics even debated within the Christian community. Now, any non-believing scientist will tell you that the age of the earth is in the billions of years old, probably four and a half billion years, they would say. Some Christians insist that scripture indicates that creation took place in six 24-hour days and that perhaps the earth is only six to 10,000 years old because of that, and therefore science is wrong. So there's an apparent contradiction. Although this is a non-salvation and non-inerrancy issue, and therefore merely a secondary debate, it is interesting, and I would say it's important because this issue alone drives many non-believers and science supporters away from belief in scripture and Christianity, as well as Christian youth when they discover this conflict and think that science is right and the Bible is wrong. Anyway, they all see it as if the first book of the Bible is so obviously wrong, how can we trust any of the rest of it? So what can we say about this? 
Well, this could be that science is wrong, but if you investigate thoroughly, you'll discover that the Bible does not tell us the age of the earth. Whether it is young or old, the Bible supports either view and is not wrong. This all begins with a translation context debate for the Hebrew word for day, which is yom, Y-O-M. Depending on the context, how it's used, it can mean several things, just as our own use of the word day has more than one meaning. In Hebrew at the time, yom could mean a 24-hour period. It could also mean the daylight part of the day, which is about a 12-hour period. Or it can mean any part of a day. Or it can mean any indefinite, long period of time, like an era or epoch, although there was no Hebrew word for either of those at the time. So the correct answer to this question in view and considerable study of the matter is that we do not know from scripture whether it's old or young. It's been my experience that taking this debate off the table immediately with a non-believer or scientist has great advantages. By showing that scripture could support an old earth, it entails a certain amount of credibility in the non-believer or science supporter's mind, and they may be open to a further discussion about Jesus. But I can tell you that in most cases that a staunch view of the age of the earth as young will become a roadblock to evangelism. An overlooked aspect of this debate is that I'm unaware of any non-believing scientists who support the idea of a young earth. But there are many, many scientists that are Christian who believe the earth is old. So the scientists who are Christian that do believe it is young do so based on their belief that scripture says it is young. Now, I find that all interesting. Well, I'm going to prepare myself for some nasty remarks about this idea because the age of the earth is very controversial and gets many Christians all riled up. But let's save the rest of that discussion for another podcast. Take care until next time, friends.